Welcome back. This is part two of Dreams and Building Confidence. So we're going to go ahead and pick up on where we left off. And you have to think about preparing to say no. So think about different situations in your life where you need to say no more often. And remember in part one, I discussed reasons to say no, such as it's taking away from your self-care time, it's taking away from your family time, it's putting a strain on your marriage, Um, whatever other people are asking you for. These are the causes, or these are the results of you saying yes all the time. Um, It takes time away from you and your kids. It takes time away from your values and what you enjoy most in life. Maybe it creates a lot more stress for you than you needed. And had you said no, you wouldn't be dealing with it. So think about what you value the most. You value your sanity. You value your family. You value a peaceful home environment. You value feeling relaxed and not stressed, right? You value your self-care time because without that, you're no good to anybody, right? So think about what you value and situations in your life where that is infringed upon by others asking for something. And that those are the areas where you need to say no more often. Think about, you know, after listening to part one, think about your beliefs about saying no. Prior to hearing the information in part one, and then after hearing the information in part one, how do you feel about saying no? What are your beliefs in terms of that? Do you believe it's selfish to say no? Do you believe that people will hate you if you say no? Do you believe that it's a form of self-respect to say no? How do you feel about saying the word no? What do you believe to be true about saying the word no? And next I want you to think about the different techniques that you think you can see yourself using um, to say the word no. Will you be the compassionate, caring, apologetic no person? Will you be the confident no person? Um, What kind of techniques and tools do you plan to use to start saying no when you need to say no? And from, from these questions, you're going to devise a plan for saying no. So you'll kind of write down in your notebook, like uh, when John asks me to come over and babysit his kids for four hours, I'm going to say no uh, because that's infringing on my family time. Or when my friend from work asks me to stay late and complete her paperwork for her because she's going to a concert, I'm going to say no because that's taking away from my self-care time of going to the gym after work. 
So you get, you get the idea. So you're going to write out your plan and it's good to have some sticky notes, post-it notes, or just little pieces of paper where you write your plan down and put it in places where you'll see it so that you remind yourself, I have got to say no to these things. I can, I cannot continue saying yes to these things because it's infringing on my life. So here are some tips on not being a people pleaser and doing it with integrity. Okay. Um, continue to be honest. You don't necessarily have to tell lies to say no, because that's not going to generate that self-confidence that you need. It's going to generate a feeling of I'm shady. I'm a liar. Oh, um, you want to be honest and kind and clear and direct when you're saying no. And you know, what's worse than being caught in a lie? You know, if you tell somebody you can't do something for them because you're not feeling well, and then they see you at a carnival later that night. (laughs) Um, Oops. So yeah, you want to make sure that you stay honest. Um, And just be clear with the word no. You don't have to give a long explanation. You really don't even have to apologize. You can just say, no, I don't have time to do that. Uh, No, I don't feel like doing that. It's okay to say those things. It's not mean. Um, Make sure that your timing is is on point. Um, sometimes, Sometimes the situation, the timing is good and sometimes the timing is bad. Um... Don't, don't let somebody else's lack of planning constitute an emergency on your time. That's not your issue. That's their issue. Um, and when you say no, you could say, no, not now. No, I can't do that today. Um, and, and there are some, some answers of no that need to be um, an absolute infinite no for all eternity. <laughs> You know, no, I will never do that. No, uh, I will never do that. That goes against my values and my boundaries. And no, thank you. You know, for example, hey, do you want to come with me and help me steal this car back from my husband who took it from me? No, I don't uh, have any interest in getting involved with legal issues. Um, So certain things you want to say no forever. And other things you might say no to right now I remember I love this phrase and I say it often you can always say it too if you feel like it you can say your lack of planning does not constitute an emergency on my time that is not fair that's your issue you need to work it out I love you I have faith that you can do it now go forth and figure out your problem while I go back to my life um, so here, here's a few, here's a few tips and tricks that can help you with saying no. Um, you can say no, but thank you for asking or no, but thank you for the invite or no, but thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for your faith in me. You, you can add a, a thank you. That's always nice. Um, you can do the the something else no 
you know, like, I'm already doing my workout at the gym, so I can't do that for you. I am already working on my homework and my kids' schedule for next week. I just don't have time to bake those cupcakes for you, Sally. <laughs> so you can um, you can tell them, you know, your time slot is filled with A, B, C, whatever, and you don't have time for their um, request. You can also buy yourself some time by saying, you know, uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that or not. Give me some time to think it over, check my schedule, etc., and I'll get back to you. And that gives you time. Um, that gives you time to kind of work yourself up to just saying no. If in the moment you feel a little queasy about saying no, it gives you time to think it over, whether you want to say no or yes. And it gives you time to look at your game plan for saying no and decide which type of no you're going to hand over. Um, there's also um, saying no in a deferral type way where, you know, I can't do that today, but I could possibly do it on the 28th. Um, so it's like, no, not right now, but maybe later. It, that's if you feel like saying yes later. You could use that one. Um, there's also the delegation no. So you might say, uh, no, I, I don't have time to create a resume for you, but um, I know Mark is really good at, at creating resumes, so give Mark a call because I'm sure he'd love to help you. Um, that's a good one. Returning the no. This is for people who take advantage of you and treat you like a doormat. So returning the no, you could say, um, I could do this for you, but instead I'll show you how to do it real quick and you can do it yourself. It's really easy. Just takes a minute. Um, you download a template and print it out of a resume. So boom, boom, here you go. Printed one for you. And then you go into Word and you open a, a new document and you choose resume and pick the type of the look, the look of the resume that you want. Um, once you've chosen your design, go ahead and download it and then you fill it in with the information that you have of all your prior employment. And if you need a, a, an example of a cover letter, you just Google or uh, whatever your web browser is, search for examples of cover letters and then, um, you know, you go off of that and create your own. And you can even download uh, a new document uh, letter, business letter, or cover letter document. So it formats it for you. And all you have to do is fill it in. It's pretty easy. Okay? So go forth and create your resume and good luck. Not only are you saving yourself time so that you can have your self-care or your family time or whatever your plans were, but you are also teaching somebody a skill that once they master it, it will build their confidence up too. So you're doing a good thing by telling that person no if it's something they could do themselves. And just because they don't know how to do it doesn't mean they can't do it. It just means maybe they need a quick instruction on how to do it. And once they master it, they'll feel a little better about themselves and they'll say, hey, I know how to create a resume now. 
pretty cool. And the thanks will go to you for saying no. Um, so, so another another way of saying no is um, um, asking the person to prioritize the task that they're assigning. So sometimes people will ask you for a favor that includes a, a couple different things. Can you watch the kids and, and um, take care of my front yard? <laughs> Can you... Or, or at work, can you finish these reports and then also make sure you contact uh, such and such company and let them know that the invoice they sent us is incorrect? And you might, you might look at your boss and say, okay, which one is the most important? Which one would you like done first? Um, and if you're saying yes to the babysitting landscaping gig, <laughs> you might say, um, okay, so which one is most important? You know, can the, are the kids pretty independent where I could go out and mow the lawn and your house won't get destroyed? Or should I bring the kids out with me to help me? Or how would you like for me to do that? So that way you have an idea of what's going on. Um, and prioritizing you, which has been my main emphasis, um, you feel good about yourself, you're in control of yourself. Um, and again, you're, you're giving them kind of a, a transfer, uh, transfer and um, saying that you're doing something else. So, you know, I would love to help you, but I am completely uh, engulfed in... Uh, doing my taxes today and I just don't have the time I don't have time for anything except chasing my toddler around the living room today because she is on one so maybe next time so there's a few examples of different ways that you can say no and now we're going to switch gears a little bit and I want you to think about the term Limiting beliefs. What are your limiting beliefs? These are beliefs that limit you. This this is you blocking your own energy. This is you putting your own hurdles in front of yourself that are impossible to jump. This is you screwing up your own life, for lack of a better term. So you are your worst enemy, you are your biggest bully, and you are your most skilled saboteur, okay? And I know you know what I'm talking about. So a lot of times limiting beliefs are sentences that begin with, I can't say that because people will think dot dot dot. I can't do this because it's going to be all bad if I do. I don't deserve this because blah, 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 blah. I can't because blah, 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 blah. I can't do that. I'm not good enough for blah, 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 blah. Okay, so that those are all, even just, even just giving those example sentences, my shoulders slumped forward a little bit and I felt this like brick in the, in the 
center of my belly. Just, ugh, ugh. Makes you feel kind of sick to talk like that uh, when you're not used to talking like that. I don't talk like that anymore. And I don't want you to talk like that anymore because it feels so much better to not talk like that. Um, you know, number one with in regards to law of attraction, when you talk like that, you are cursing yourself and inviting more misery to your life. You are cutting yourself off at the knees in terms of self-confidence and you are being your own worst bully. In fact, you are being your own worst terrorist and nightmare, um, totally obstructing your life and creating issues you don't really need or deserve. So let's talk about getting rid of those beliefs that hold you back. Um, And it might be hard for you to identify what your limiting beliefs are. If you're struggling with what to write down in this area, talk to your friends, talk to your family, ask them if they've ever heard you say a sentence like, well, I can't do this because blah, blah, blah. Um, If I say that people are going to think blah, blah, blah. Um, If I do this, something terrible is going to happen. Ask how many times they've heard you say something like that and just jot it down. And when they tell you, you'll remember the, uh, the incident or the timeline. You'll remember and you'll remember why you said it. And then you can kind of clarify that when you write it down. Um, so maybe you didn't apply for a job you wanted because you thought you weren't smart enough. Um... Maybe you didn't go to college because you were afraid you would fail. Maybe you didn't get into that relationship because you were afraid you weren't good enough for that person. Maybe you didn't have children because you are scared that you'll be a terrible parent. Maybe you've never created your own resume because you're afraid it will look like a five-year-old did it. Maybe you're afraid to approach people and make new friends because they're probably all demons who want to drink your blood. (laughs) So these are all limiting beliefs. You're afraid to get involved with others because they might hurt you. You're afraid to try new things because you might fail. You're afraid to get up and dance and sing at karaoke night because people might judge you. You're afraid to speak your mind and stand up for yourself because people might judge you and call you crazy. Those are all limiting beliefs. Okay. So now, now that we've kind of explored limiting beliefs, it's time to explore why in the hell you believe that. Whatever your limiting beliefs are, why in the hell do you believe that? Do you really think it's true? Let's do the uh, Judge Judy brain court session thing. Is there absolute evidence that you're a moron and you can't, you can't do anything without failing? Is it absolute fact that you're not good enough to date that doctor or that beautiful supermodel looking girl? Is it really hard, cold evidence? Do you have it? If you don't, throw it out. Throw it out because those thoughts are garbage. 
It's nothing more than anxiety lying to you. It's deceiving you. Anxiety is like an evil demon that attaches to your brain and tells you all these stupid lies that most of the time, 99% of the time, just are not true. So be harsh like Judge Judy and you tell those thoughts, those demons, get the hell out of my headspace. You don't belong here. You're lying. Don't have the evidence. It's not true. You have a choice every day. You have the capabilities. You have that beautiful brain in your in your head that is capable like a supercomputer of so much more than you give yourself credit for. You have everything you need. You are the magic. There's no magic pill. There is no magic necklace. There's no designer clothing. There is no brand make model of car. There is nothing out there that makes you worthy except what's inside of you. You hold the power. Nothing external holds the power. You hold the power. You were created as a perfect, beautiful, miraculous being on this planet. And you have the magic in you. Okay? So stop using external props to try to make yourself feel good because that is false. It is untrue. It is a lie. You can go put on a, a designer designer outfit. You can put on $500 shoes. You can drive the nicest Alfa Romeo on the market. You can live in a 12-room mansion and have servants and maids and you can have all this whatever that you think is glamorous that makes you better than everybody else but it's it doesn't it doesn't it's all fake and you're filling a hole with the wrong dirt so get your head out of there get your head out of that space and start looking within stop looking for compliments and praise and validation from outside sources You give yourself those things yourself. You are the magic. You are the power. You got this. Okay? So I want you to think now about what you may have missed out on in your life because of your limiting beliefs. Because of your negative Nancy evil demon brain that's telling you, you can't do that. You're too stupid. You can't get that job You're not smart enough to do that job. You can't date that person. They're out of your league. You can't can't join that softball team. You suck. They'll all laugh at you. You can't defend yourself when somebody's rude to you because it'll make you look like a crazy person. Nobody respects you anyway. Those are all limiting beliefs, right? So you miss out on a job. You miss out on friendships. You miss out on potential relationships that could have been beautiful. You miss out on having fun and connecting with others in a social engagement. You miss out on all kinds of things because of your limiting beliefs. So write down a few things that you've missed out on that you want to kick yourself in the ass for now. So what happens? What would happen 
let's say a miracle occurred and your limiting belief, the strongest, most evil one that has held you, held you back in so many ways, put that belief in front of you. Imagine it as a person. What does that limiting belief look like? What is that limiting belief wearing? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Put that limiting belief in front of you. Give it a name. Give it a name. Name it. And now I want you to picture yourself standing up, toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose, deadlock, eye-to-eye, and you have the heart and the soul of a lion and you are surrounded in white light and you look this challenging belief in the eye and you say I banish you and I move forward without you I move forward with the belief that I have potential to do anything I put my mind to and I banish you for all eternity for you do not serve me and watch it Explode, watch it disappear, watch it walk away, watch it sink down under the ground, however you want to dispose of it. Set it on fire, pour water on it and watch it melt like the witch on the Wizard of Oz. Destroy the limiting belief right now. Send it away. And every day of your life you have to challenge those limiting beliefs. You have to say, uh, no, that's not true. There's no hard evidence that that is the truth. That's my imagination. That is the voice of anxiety lying to me. So challenge accepted, bro. <laughs> I will do it and I will succeed. And if I don't fully succeed, then I move on more intelligent to make another attempt more intelligent to make another attempt. What does that mean? That means you learned what not to do. That means you learned where you made an error and why it didn't quite work out the first time. But now you go back, wiser, more intelligent, and you make a second attempt. Sometimes you have to make a third, but eventually you climb over that hurdle and you succeed. Never stop trying. Those limiting beliefs are garbage. What do we do with garbage? We take the garbage out. We don't want that garbage in our house. And you don't need that garbage in your brain. You take it out. Get rid of it. Now think about what part of yourself would you be vanquishing if you got rid of your limiting beliefs? So one that comes to mind for me right now is the belief that if if you go and engage in new social circles and try to make new friends, you're going to come toe-to-toe with some shady people who are out to take advantage of you or who want to seduce your spouse or you start imagining all these terrible things. So you avoid social situations. You avoid meeting new people. You fear that judgment. You fear that betrayal. And you you just know that it would just hurt your heart and you might go off the deep end because you can't handle one more 
one more, not one more person betraying you, hurting you. You just can't. So your limiting belief protects you, right? It's a defense. It's a survival skill. And you would lose that shield of armor if you drop that limiting belief, making you vulnerable. See, sometimes that's why we hang on to certain limiting beliefs, because it keeps us protected. It's our safe space. But at the same time, it is a nine-foot-thick steel wall that's about 21 feet high, and it prevents us from connecting. It prevents us from a sense of belonging. It prevents us from being able to ever trust again. It prevents us from joy. So what's more important to you? Joy, being connected, a sense of belonging, happiness, meeting people that you can trust, or being safe from the whole world because everybody is horrible and shady. Not everybody's horrible and shady. And like the old phrase goes, you have to kiss a whole lot of frogs before you find your prince. And it's the same with friends. You will meet all kinds of characters before you meet somebody who has integrity, who's respectable, who is the type of person you would definitely want in your corner. And you would be in their corner having their back as well. Yeah, you'll get hurt along the way. Who doesn't and who hasn't? You will get hurt along the way. People will disappoint you. Things will happen. But you get up, you dust yourself off, and you keep going because otherwise you're missing out on some wonderful people out there. Not everybody in the world is demonic. There are a lot of really good people of light out there too. So holding on to that limiting belief, in a sense, is giving up. And it is a type of failure to yourself. So it's time to let it go. Now I want you to think about the top 10 people you spend the most time with. I want you to write down their name and score them on a scale of one to 10. And you will give them a 10 if you enjoy time with them, um, they're happy, successful, positive, respectable, uh, they are honest, they're a good friend, they're true, uh, they have your back, you have theirs, you give them a 10. You will give them a one if you have zero energy after interacting with them, like they drain you, if they're always complaining and negative, and you dread talking to them, but you still do, you dread hanging out with them, but you still do, because you're afraid to say no, um, 
you know, the negative Nancy, the dreary person with the rain cloud hanging over him in the hot summertime, the person who could suck the fun out of Las Vegas or Disneyland. That person gets a one, okay? And then you might have some people who are kind of in the middle. Um, Sometimes they're supportive and you feel energized after being around them, and other times you feel like they have sucked the life out of you. They're kind of like in the middle, so you would give that one a five. So write down the, the names of the top people you hang out with. Score them one, five, or ten. And the people that score the highest are the people you need to be spending the majority of your time with. The majority of your time. Because when, you know, we are, we are evolved monkeys, we have that monkey brain, or, or some people might call it the lizard brain, but we have like that monkey brain mentality where um, from a social standpoint, we tend to take on some of the same characteristics of the people we're around. We tend to adopt some of their philosophies. Um, if they're very intelligent and inquisitive, they lift us up and they cause us to be more intelligent and inquisitive. If it's somebody who just sits around and gossips about people, eventually you'll develop the same habit and you'll be wasting your life on stupidity instead of exploring the world and learning all you can and trying to have a good life. You'll be sitting around being a negative Nancy just like this person. So you really want to pick and choose who you hang out with, who you spend your time with. Do they lift you up? Are they supportive? Are they inspiring? Do you feel kind of energized? Do you feel good about yourself after interacting with those people? Then those people are your people. Um, The people who suck the life out of you, emotional energy vampires, um, stay the hell away from those people. Cut them out of your life. 86 them from your from your group don't don't keep them around let them go and do their own thing you don't need that that type of energy in your life and now let's move on to dreams and goals and law of attraction so i have a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff i've collected from the internet to share with you um this will probably take another 15 minutes or so. Um, But I think it's important to share this because when you have been a yes person and a people pleaser for this long and your self-confidence is in the toilet, you need some inspiration. You need to know that you're worth it. And you are worth it. You are so worth it. I can't pound that into your head enough. You are so worth it. Okay, so I'm going to start with a a Buddhist prayer of forgiveness that I found to be pretty beautiful. Um, And it says, if I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or or unknowingly through their own confusions I forgive them and if there is a situation I am not yet ready to forgive I forgive myself for that 
for all the ways that I harm myself, negate, doubt, belittle myself, judge or be unkind to myself through my own confusions. I forgive myself. So yes, you have been terrible to yourself and yes, you have these limiting beliefs and yes, you have been afraid to try and yes, you've been in survival mode and yes, you have been unforgiving towards yourself and others. But today, let's drop all that. Let's pick up your anchor and anchor yourself in a lighter, more beautiful place in this world. Get out of the sludge, get out of the sewer, pull up that anchor, hose it off, spray it down with Clorox cleanup, rinse it, polish it, and let's move it over. Let's move it over to a more beautiful place. I have a ton of affirmations. And we know that Law of Attraction states what you say out loud, your words, your thoughts, what you don't say out loud, they all attract like a magnet, a like energy. So if you are saying and thinking negative thoughts, you are attracting negativity. If you are saying and thinking positive thoughts, you are attracting positivity. You are attracting love. You are attracting joy, abundance, all these things. But if you are thinking opposite, if you are thinking dark, brooding thoughts, if you're thinking about all the things you don't want in your life, if you're thinking about everything that you hate, all of that energy will be magnetized right back to you. So bless yourself. (laughs) Bless yourself. Don't curse yourself. So here's one, this is a, an early morning manifestation. I am open to receiving abundance. I make my own reality. I am complete. I choose to live fully. I'm willing and able to improve. I am worthy of love and respect. I choose love over fear. I am aligned with my purpose. I am healthy and grateful for my body that heals itself every night when I sleep. You could say all of those or you could grab one that resonates with you and just start saying it every single morning. If you have anxiety, here are some really good affirmations for you. I am a strong, independent person. Breathing in, I calm my body. Breathing out, I smile and feel relief. I'm prepared for change. I am strong. I am capable of solving any problems that life throws at me. My anxiety does not control me. I will only allow healthy things in my life right now. I have survived this before and I'll survive it now. This is only temporary. I have made it before and I will make it through again. I'm attracting positive energy into my body and my mind. This too shall pass and I can stand it. Anxiety might feel uncomfortable, but I'm in charge. There are no mistakes. 
only lessons to be learned, and I do the best I can. This is a quote by Henry Ford. Failure is the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. I kind of paraphrased this about 10 or 15 minutes ago, right? You make an attempt to do something, it doesn't work out. Now you go back and you do it wiser. You do it more intelligently and you succeed. So I love that quote. That's a good one. Um, Okay. I am living the life of my dreams. Riches flow to me in multiple streams. That's a good one if you want to attract more abundance. So if you're tired of being broke, you're tired of not having enough money, you don't sit around and complain about that. No complaining. Instead, you reframe it and say, I'm living the life of my dreams. Riches flow to me in multiple streams. Say it sing-songy like that, because it rhymes and it's fun. Um, Okay, more about saying no. These are affirmations. I decide what is okay for me. I always have the right to say no. I can create the life I desire. The past and present do not define me. I will be victorious. I am worthy of success. I am worthy of good things. I am worthy of happiness. Everything is going to be all right. I am taking action toward my goals. Here are the rules for being human. None of these rules state that you must say yes to people when you don't want to. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Okay. The rules for being human. This is handed down from the ancient Sanskrit. Number one, you'll receive a body. You might like it, you might not, but it's yours for the entire period of your life. Number two, you will learn lessons. You are enrolled in a full-time informal school called life. Every day in this school, you will have the opportunity to learn lessons. You might like the lessons or you might think they're irrelevant and stupid. Number three, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Growth is a process of trial and error and experimentation. The failed experiments are as much a part of the process as the experiment that ultimately works. Number four, your lessons are repeated until they are learned. A lesson will be presented to you in various forms until you have learned it. Then you will go on to the next lesson. Number five, learning lessons does not end. There is no part of life that does not contain its lessons. If you are alive, there are lessons to be learned. Number six, there is no better than here. When your there has become here, you will simply obtain another there that will again look better than here. In other words, if the grass is greener on the other side, water your own lawn. Take care of it. Because if you go and hijack the greener lawn, eventually it's going to turn brown. And then the next lawn over will be greener than yours. And you can keep hopping around, but you haven't learned the lesson. You haven't learned how to fertilize and water and maintain your own lawn to make it green. So there's a lesson. Um, Number seven, 
Others are merely mirrors of you. You cannot love or hate something about another person unless it reflects to you something you love or hate about you. Number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. The choice is yours. Number nine, the answers lie inside of you. The answers to all of life's questions lie inside of you. All you need to do is listen, look, and trust. So that last one is basically saying you are the magic. The magic is you. Don't look outside of yourself. And here are some more rules to live by. And the author of this is unknown, but I really like it. So number one, don't chase anyone. Don't chase anyone. If they want to be with you, if they want to be your friend, they will. If they don't, they won't. Don't chase. Don't chase. Don't beg. Know your own worth. Why would you say you are worthy of anything? Is it because you drive a Mercedes? Is it because you're kind to everybody, so you're worthy of people being kind to you? Would you say it's because you know everything and you're the smartest person in the room, so you are worthy of the utmost respect? Because that would be false. You don't know everything. We're always learning. Why are you worthy? Here's why. Because you were born, because you are a life form, and you are worthy of love, respect, happiness, freedom, just like everybody else is. We are all worthy of all of those things simply because we're here, okay? Because each one of us is, is a unique human being. There's nobody else like you. There's nobody else like me. We are all unique individuals. And we are worthy of all the love we can stand. We are worthy of respect. We are worthy of joy and freedom, happiness, belonging, prosperity. We're worthy of all that. That's why we were put here to explore this world and to enjoy it and not harm others um, and help others and love and all that stuff. So everybody, you, me, everybody that you see is worthy, so worthy of love, respect, joy, care, health, happiness, prosperity, all of those things. Nobody is better than anybody, but we are all very unique. Accept what cannot be changed. Save space for people who matter. Those are the people that you rate like a 10 on your scale of people you hang out with. Love yourself and love yourself enough to leave behind what is not for you. Leave behind what is not benefiting you. Leave behind what is dragging you down and hurting you. Leave it behind. Banish it the same way that you banish your limiting beliefs. Here's a note about good karma. Note to self. 
What is my purpose in life? I asked the void. What if I told you that you fulfilled it when you took an extra hour to talk to that kid about his life? Said the voice. Or when you paid for that young couple in the restaurant? Or when you saved that dog in traffic? Or that time when you tied your father's shoes for him? Your problem, said the voice, is that you equate your purpose with goal-based achievement. The universe is not interested in your achievements. The universe is interested in your heart. When you choose to act out of kindness, compassion, and love, you are already aligned with your true purpose. You do not need to look any further. Isn't that beautiful? That is just beautiful. The magic is in you. And you don't need outside validation and all that. You don't have to go feed the homeless and film yourself doing it. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not the, the achievement of the goal. It's the intent in your heart. It's the love or the lack of in your heart. That's all. That's all it is. That's your purpose, to be true to you and live a life that is true to you. (coughs) Here are some more mantras. I decide what is okay for me. I have the right to say no. And here is a, a quote. This quote is by me. I wrote this on social media um, back in 2012 and it popped up on my memories and I thought, wow, so appropriate that I have a hand dropping a microphone on this. Don't claim that somebody made you do something. You have a choice. You can choose to hit, to hate, to lie, to verbally abuse. You can choose to not do those things too. You have the power to choose how you react and respond. You will get all of the drama you choose to feed into. You will get all of the jail time you choose to serve. You will get all of the rage you choose to feel. You will get what you choose. Disrespect, burnt bridges, and alienation or love, respect, and adoration. You have a choice. The sexy woman does not make a rapist react. He chooses to. The battered spouse does not make the abuser throw three punches at her face. The abuser chooses to. Don't tell me someone made you do something. You have a choice. I love that one. Okay, you guys may have seen this on TikTok, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this. I suggest you go to Google, get the lyrics, and print it out. Um, people on TikTok are saying it's a miracle. This is a law of attraction that somebody put to a song, and it's just cool, and and it works. It works. It works. Trust me. <laughs> okay. So you'll see somebody singing it. They start out slow and they start singing it faster and faster. Um, And it's a really good law of attraction, catchy tune. 
ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. And every time it chings, money comes to me. It all flows in so abundantly from the top, left, right, and up under me. Wave, 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 it's a money wave. Money flow, money flow, money made. Flowing in and out and money saved. Debt, 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 all debt is paid. Ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. And every time it chings, money comes to me. It all flows in so abundantly from the top, left, right, and up under me. Wave, 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 I'm a money wave. Money flow, money flow, money made. Flowing in and out and money saved. Debt, 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 all debt is paid. Ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. And every time it chings, money comes to me. It all flows in so abundantly from the top, left, right, and up under me. Wave, 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 I'm a money wave. Money flow, money flow, money made. Flowing in and out and money saved. Debt, 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 all debt is paid. So you see how to do that. You just start out slow, start singing it faster. Repeat that mantra a few times every morning if you want to. If money is what you need, prosperity, abundance is what you need in your life to help you get through to the next level. And I will leave you with this quote. And God said, love your enemy. And I obeyed him and I loved myself. So there's your food for thought for today. I hope that you go forth and say no a little more. Respect yourself a little more. Hold your head high and realize you are worthy of respect, love, connection, peace in your heart, peace in your head. You are worthy of abundance and prosperity. You're worthy of all of it just because you're you, okay? So go forth and have a great day. And I hope this was helpful. Make sure you share this podcast with friends and family if you like it. Um, If you haven't favorited my podcast on one of the uh, different platforms that that it airs on, please do so. And thank you for coming back to your therapy tools. And thank you for valuing yourself and working on yourself. You are amazing. You are amazing. Talk to you next time.